When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we are back. Game six edition. Needing unfiltered. And like that, it's a wrap. And we're back. MG. Um, permanent. Permanent now. Not in form of... <laughs> Former family of the show, friend and family of the show, but everybody know him. MG, Mark Gray. Um, yeah, man, great show. Um, great game. Um, Giannis, I, I, I really don't have much really to say, but Giannis, like, Giannis. Giannis, yeah. Nah, and, I Mo, and Mo Giannis, like, Giannis. F- f- I was watching, the, um, as you can see, I'm, I'm, I'm in my dinner attire. Yeah, I went to watch the game at Mastro's. I'm a close friend of mine, and I was telling him during the, co- during the course of the game that, that Giannis was about to take over. This was well, doing like the start, yeah. of the, start of the third quarter. Start of the third quarter. Start, okay. start of the third quarter. Um, first, couple, first couple possessions in the third quarter, I just saw how how he was like his movements and how he was moving around and yeah. And he took over the game and with the way Chris Middleton hadn't shot the ball well tonight, Drew Holiday didn't shoot the ball well tonight. Um, yeah, man, all, all time great, great performances in finals history. Um, NBA Finals history, man. Um, nothing more to say about the young man, but he was determined to be an NBA champion. He worked his ass off to get to this point, and they they did what they had to do, man. Um, bucks and six. <laughs> as we as we've talked throughout this every game, just about every game we've talked and we've done a show, and even the one that we missed, me and you talked anyway. Like we both agreed that there's going to be a point in the series where you realize who the better team is. And, and I feel like the Suns realized it, the Bucks realized it. And again, I think if we played game seven, we played game eight, we played game nine, we was going to get the same result. Like Milwaukee was just, Giannis had got to the point where he, he knew they had no answer for him and they knew they had no answer for him. You know what I mean? And, and it, it literally got to that point. You know, we, we're out of options. We don't know what else to throw at this dude. And I can tell you one thing, if Giannis is going to be hitting 17 to 19 free throws, you really don't have a chance. No, you, you ain't got a chance in hell to beat him if he's doing that. Like, all right, it's, 
And the one shot, and it's crazy, like Chris Middleton didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but the one shot that he needed to make, he made, coming off the timeout, drew a play up, Giannis, him, him going right, hey. Giannis giving the hand up. You know what I, I was, him. yeah, you know what I was, you know what I was saying, the prime example of what the Giannis, Chris Middleton thing is. Remember Rush Hours when Jackie Chan would beat up 900 people and yeah. then Chris Tucker would just punch one person. He'd be like, we yeah, did it. We, we did it. it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We can't. That's what that shot was. That's, yeah, what, that's, yeah, what, that's what that shot was. And, and that's and that's what Chris Tucker. That's what uh, Jackie Chan was. And you couldn't tell Chris Tucker he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we equal. We equal. Damn it! Like we did this together. No, but it's like people was floating this thing around today. I saw a few memes and things about Chris Middleton being Finals MVP. Like, because he's been closing. Oh, he's been playing well in like the last three games. Absolutely. But and it's funny you said that. So I, I'm seeing that, and I'm on these different chat boards, and people are saying, "Who do you think?" And you know, strong majority. And then I don't know. Maybe we, have we ever had co MVPs? Yo, this man went out there. I'm gonna tell you something. Just a couple of things to throw out there. He had more 40 point games than Chris Middleton had 20 point games. <laughs> Going up, he had four times as many points as that man. So like. Yeah. I want you to think about it. He had more. I'm gonna say it again. He had more 40 point games than that man had 20 point games. Yeah, man. People, people, people are damn nuts, man. More points, like, more rebounds, he, more blocks, more assists, more. Well, steals. he led both teams in all those categories. <laughs> I never said. And this is for a debate about co MVPs. Like, man, people just had people try to make a people try to make a debate. I'm saying like because people have a, a a cell phone or a keyboard or whatever their choice of communication is. Um, and they try to make a debate about everything. Like the shit ain't fucking debatable. Like who's finals MVP? Come on. Look, look, like. But it's people with an ulterior agenda. It's people. People are doing that because they overall as a whole are discounting Giannis. You know what yeah, I mean? No, nah, I think it's more motherfuckers just want to have something to say. Like an asshole, man. You know how they say. Like, opinion, uh, it's like in, opinions, man. Everybody got one. And most of them stink. Yeah, I mean, that. this, yeah. this, this is one of – and then and you know what else is crazy? But I think keeps getting from, it keeps getting swept under the rug. This dude snapped his leg backwards two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, so his one 20-point game, his one game of 20 points, not under, one game of 20 points, that was less than a week after snapping his leg backwards. Yeah. Like, we we started an article off- today on, on, on our parent company, Basketball News. I'm saying I did the article today, and I mentioned it. Like, people forget, like, it was a question whether this man was going to play in the finals or not. Like there, it was in question. They were questioning when did, he said he was questioning if he's going to be ready for next season. Like you know, when you, you did that. Like come on, man. If we want to talk about, if we want to celebrate Mike's flu game, huh? This, this you know, what, what are we putting this at then? A week removed from that. All right, yo. And like yeah, I'm saying, like we spoke about, like you said, periodically throughout the the um, the finals. Um about adjustments and things and like Phoenix winning the first two games at home, I don't think help a not experienced team. 
I'm saying? Like you did what you're supposed to, okay, you won at home, but you didn't have to make any adjustments. Like you really just went, like they they played hard, they competed. Devin Booker played out his mind. He showed everybody what he is that didn't know because Phoenix hadn't, hadn't been any good over the last few years. So Phoenix is going to be a force to reckon with coming within the next few years if they stay sound and Chris Paul comes back and everybody continue to get better. Um, but the article that I did was things that I wrote about were the experiences of losing and the heartache of when the expectations are there for you to win and you don't meet those. Like the last two years, the Milwaukee Bucks have had the best record in the league, home court throughout, and lose early. You know what I'm saying? Two-time final, two-time league MVP, defensive player of the year, um, all-star game MVP. No championship. So the heartache and the disappointment of whatever we're going to do, whatever it takes to win. And I don't think Phoenix had enough of those guys who've been through a, a, enough to, to have that heartache. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, okay, CP, you've been around. And Jay Crowder, like Devin Booker, you've been in Phoenix the whole time. Like, y'all been losing. Since you, since you came into the league, y'all been losing. It's the first year, besides the bubble, the first year that y'all have had major success. On the other side, in the Bucks, you got Giannis, like I just gave his accolades. You got Chris Middleton, who's been a part of that whole run. P.J. Tucker's journey to get to this point. Drew Holiday been stuck in New Orleans and rotten, and so he's determined his his things that he's went through with his family, his wife, and things like that. So he's different determining factors. And Bobby Porter's been in New Orleans. I mean, he was in Detroit and I think New York. You ain't you mean tell me you ain't gonna come out and play fucking hard as you can fucking possibly play if you're Bobby Portis? Like y'all got the opportunity to win. PJ Tucker in the same boat. And then you take Bootenholzer, who's was in he was in Atlanta. I'm, I'm one one game away from making it to the finals, and you so you've so he had he's had time to self evaluate and look in the mirror and what things didn't I do well as a coach? What adjustments didn't I make? What would I do different if I was to ever ever be back in this situation again? And and that's the product that you have, man. A lot of disappointment, a lot of ups and downs, trials and tribulations as a, as a team, as a unit. And when you put that all together and we all got the same common goal, which is winning, you have the result that you have with the Milwaukee Bucks. No, I, absolutely, man. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. It's like, you know, I I, I said at the beginning, you know, I felt, I felt like, um, you know, the Phoenix team was just young with the exception of um, – Crowder and and CP3, you just got a bunch of, of young, inexperienced guys out there and just wondering what was going to happen when he got to that point. And when he got to that point, you know, great seasons by great young guys, but back against the wall, when to go home, and Devin Booker brings you 19 points and six turnovers on eight for 22 shooting. DeAndre Ayton goes 
four for 12, for 12 points and five fouls. You know what I mean? Like, it's a big stage, bro. Been through nothing. You know I mean? it's, it's, it's been through nothing, man. Yeah, the biggest it, stage it, there is. Huge, it's a huge stage. And, I mean, Chris Paul did 26 and five, which my Chris Paul standards is a pretty pedestrian game. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and, and when it came down to it, like I said, Earlier in the series, I said, when you get to these game six and the game seven, you the guy with the team with the best player normally wins. And I've been saying all along, you know, depends on what games Chris Middleton and Holiday show up. Today it got to the point where it's like, just give me anything. And and you know what I mean? Like, just give me – you guys combine for 25 and I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm going for 50. And when you <laughs> got a guy – Give me something. Yeah. When, when you got a guy that says, listen, man, I'm going, I'm going for 50 – the 11 other you guys, if you can give me 50, we'll be in a good spot. You know what I mean? And, oh, by the way, don't worry about the um the glass or the rim protection because I got those two. Yeah, I got five. Hold these five blocks. <laughs> you know so, what I mean? Yeah, and the company that that Giannis has put himself into far as regular season MVP, finals MVP, like multiple MVPs. Um, you got Kareem, Magic, Michael Jordan, Moses Malone, Wilt Chamberlain. Tim Duncan, LeBron, Larry Bird. Like, and only two of the other guys did it age 26 and under. And that's Giannis and Kareem. So it's like you look at things like that and the numbers and and the determined and the determination that he plays with. And like the list, the list the way he plays is not going anywhere. The, the list of players with MVP, finals MVP, and a defensive player on uh, the year resume, there's only three people. It's him, Michael Jordan, and Akeem Olajuwon. And he did it younger than any of them. You, you, you know what I mean? Um, it's, it's that, that, that type of thing is, is, again, what more do you want from me, bro? I mean, it, it, it literally – because the whole narrative was, you know, yeah, but he can't lead a team. Let him. He can't really score in the fourth. Like you said, fourth quarter, he was going full speed, move, clear out, give me the ball, taking his man off the dribble, whatever. He pulled up for two or three three points. Like, yo, I'm in here. I'm yeah, in here. He, he shot them joys in the bed. Like, I was sitting next to the, um, there's a couple gentlemen that was sitting next to us eating. And Giannis got ready to shoot. And they just sitting there, they're like, no, Giannis. Giannis ain't care. Nah. And I'm saying the same thing. I'm like, come on, man, don't shoot that. Like, that's bad. Don't start that. Don't start that. <laughs> But it didn't matter. Like it really, it really did not matter when he's shooting free throws the way he did. And like, just imagine, man, if he starts making like jump shots consistently. The thing is, I don't see a guy who looks content. Though. You know what I mean? Like, don't know the guy, but but he looks like <laughs> like I'm not here just. I'm not here just for the, you know what I mean? Because a oh, lot no. of people could just be here. I mean, not even from this country. You come here, collect your money, and go back home. You know what I mean? No, yeah, like, not him. No, he he's here to state state claim. He putting this. I'm saying he putting this stuck in the ground. Like he is really. What, like he wants he wants to be like he wants to be the guy, and he wants to be the face of the league. I think, and he's approaching it that way, for, in a different manner. Drake said, how you let me run it around here? I'm the man. man and, and I ain't even from around here. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Listen. I ain't even from around here. <laughs> that, that, that's basically what y'all know. Hey, like, um, 
Shit, back in the day with the, um, the Joe Budden and Hove pump it up joint going back and forth. Start Yakovich. <laughs> I'm saying like, yo, now to your point, yes. How you let how you, how you let me run it? And I ain't even from down here. Like he he plays. Like we go back to what we were saying um, a few shows ago. Just this is the 2000. In 21, the last three years, so to speak. But now that he's won it and gotten over the top, this is the 2021 version of Shaquille O'Neal. Like the domination that he's plays with and the determination and just the sheer force. Like they was, look, they show, I don't know if you saw the graphic, they put up. Like 2013-14 Giannis next to 2020-21 Giannis. And I told my man, I told my man, that Giannis ate that Giannis. Mm-hmm. Like he ate him. Yep. Like, like yes. that man a specimen right now. And and I was there like 2014-2015. It was his second year. So he was still a frail, skinny kid. And at the time, you see them, the way they working him and how they forcing him to live and the things that they were doing, you kind of think that they overworking him. But now you look at the result, like, from 200 and whatever, 7, 8, 9, 10 pounds, whatever he was then, or actually he was 196 pounds then, to 250 now. Like, you would have thought that they was overworking him, but this was the time that the like analytics and all of those things were coming into major play. So I guess they was plugging them things in the computer and this is how much you need to eat, lift, rest, sleep, practice. And they came up with an algorithm. They put the algorithm in the thing and came up with Frankenstein. Yeah. (laughs) Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Greek freak. Like they came out with a real live freak of nature, man. Like a real live freak of nature. I would love to talk to the person who found drafted him. Like, what did you look? Because, like you said, one ninety. It's easy to look at this, the two forty freak. But I wonder yeah. what you saw one ninety six. To be like, yeah, well, let me get my hands on him. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> like, so I saw something that a scout had said from from a team. I I, I don't want to quote the team or the scout, or it was just a quote that I read within the last week that he said, I feel crazy by saying this, but he reminds me of Magic Johnson. Like this is what the, like this was the quote. Like he said, I feel crazy about saying this because nobody want to compare nobody to Magic, you know what I'm saying? But he like, he reminded me of Magic and they showed us some of the clips of the passes and the things that he was making at the time when he was kid still. This is before he got drafted. This is when he was still in Greece, you know what I'm saying? And for them to make that statement and that analogy then, and of course it's this is magic um, on steroids. <laughs> I don't know whatever the analogy we want to put on it, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean to watch, like you said, the magic thing. Cool, magic wasn't chasing down point guards and pinning their shit on the glass. Not at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just think like that is unreal to see. And he did like tonight. The five blocks are incredible, you know. And a couple gold tins and to mix in there. <laughs> I, I thought so too. 
I, you know, I'm not that close to the television. Well, a couple they called. I'm saying a couple that they called. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Right, right. I got you. The um to to watch that again. The you know the other game, a game winning block. You know what I mean? Like that just is the the contagious. We're not losing. I got this. Like we're not losing, and you know that allows the other dudes to be who they are, and and then just you know to just to just watch that domination. You know what and I mean? If anybody questioned defensive player of the year award, he's answered those questions on the biggest stage. I agree. Closing, right. clutch. I mean, seventeen. I mean, dude, this dude was doing Steph Curry numbers at the free throw line, man. Get Shaq numbers. This dude. Was, 19 yeah, for tonight, 20. You know what I mean? Like tonight was one of those nights. Yeah. Like the other night, where he went it was 4 4 11 just two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> you, no. To your point that you've been making, like his mental fortitude is amazing. Like his ability to bounce back and not worry about the last play, the last game, the last shot, the last whatever is amazing. It is. Like it he is. just went 4 4 11 the other day. He didn't feel none of that shit. Still shooting threes. <laughs> like, man. Because yeah. I'm finna go motherfucker 12 for 21 on the other ones. I mean, this dude did 50 points on 25 shots, man. With, with, and just throws in 14 block, 14 rebounds and some blocks for fun. And, and some nice assists down the stretch. He kicked yeah. it to my man for that three in the corner. You know, with, with the holiday with, hadn't made a shot. Found Drew. They surrounded him. Dude, yeah, man. He... It, it it was it was a one man show. It really Literally. was a one man show, and it's great to see. Now, let me ask you this: This is a copycat league. It's mm-hmm. great to see homegrown on the team that he was drafted. Stuck it in. They lost, and instead of in this day and age where it's like, man, we lost in Game Seven. Man, it was a close one. Go get us the reigning MVP. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we were almost there. Go get us KD. Uh, we're almost there. Go get James Harden. Where they they lost back to back times. Just like let's just get like Drew Holiday or something in here. You know what I mean? Just just a just a little tinkering. You know what I mean? So you wonder, say a team like Philadelphia. You know what I mean? Is just like man, maybe we don't have to blow this up. Maybe we just take out. You know, just add one little guy. Do here. this, do that. Yeah, I'm with it. Or uh, Portland. You know, maybe you know if we just get. A PJ, a solid defender, big man. You know what I mean? Like, instead of being like, somebody sitting at home right now, like, yo, know, so if we get Dame in the offseason, you, you know what I mean? Like, maybe just a little tweak. You know, maybe, yeah, maybe nah, Milwaukee wasn't far away as you thought you were. That was part of the, the t- like, you, you're like, you're really, really good. Um, so the article was that as well. Like, people staying true to what you draft. And building around, like if you got high lottery picks, those guys obviously can play, right? Mm-hmm. So if you do that, like you to your point, you do that a few years in a row, a couple, two, three years in a row, or you go and get a second round pick like a Draymond Green, diamond in the rough kind of guy that you can build around, and you got the other two, and you just plug pieces, and right? you just okay, okay, uh, Iguodala here, mm-hmm. here, okay, this is what we need to be successful. All right, pool. Other teams that's done it, that was right there, that needed the little Detroit Pistons. But they go out and do, okay, we need, listen, 
Kenya Martin out here fucking us around. Like, what we we need another bit. Who oh, okay, Rasheed Wallace? Like, right. Did this get us over the top? What they do? They beat us in the second round. Mm-hmm. I'm saying they go out and then they go to win it. Mm-hmm. So to your point, staying true to what you the position that you were in to get these guys, like not jumping ship and building around that talent. And too many times coaches are fired before GMs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The coach is not making these decisions. Like the GM is influenced by the scouts. The scouts are influenced by the play. So the scouts bring it to the GM and the president. And these guys are the ones who make these decisions ultimately on guys to pick. So if you let this coach or these coaches stick with these guys that, that you've drafted and add a few pieces here and there, then yeah, it definitely could work. And you have this type of success, which you draft Giannis, you draft Middleton, you, you add, you keep those guys. Cause you know what you got in those. Okay. We, we okay. We had, Eric Bledsoe, I really didn't. He was good, but he really didn't fit what we wanted. Okay, we, we okay, we try another guy. Ah, we we oh, right there, but it's uh, yeah, yeah. What was my man's name who went to uh, and everybody said they were crazy for letting him go, which I, including myself, uh, went to the Pacers. Pacers oh, um, Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon, right, 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 yes. right. So it was it went from Bledsoe to Brogdon. Took them a year, and now they had Drew Holiday. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just about guys doing their job, the front office doing their job and looking around the league at who's where, who think like, Drew Holiday was in the water. They weren't going to win nothing no time soon, but everybody knew what Drew was. What can we do to get Drew here? What we got to give up? What we got to do to get him here? Okay, P.J. Tucker's out there. Okay, Bobby Porter's high. He can do, like, it's just... Yeah, if I like I said, right now, if 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 I'm Portland, I'm saying I think Dame's as good as as Giannis. I think CJ's as good as Chris Middleton. Like, let's go find a Drew Holiday. You know what I mean? Like, let's let let's do that. If I'm if I'm Denver, I, I think Joker's as good as anybody at the one. I think Jamal Murray's as good as anybody at the two. Let's let's go find our PJ Tucker. Let's go find our. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just being like, you know, let's go grab another All NBA player. You you know what I mean? And I, if if I'm Philadelphia, if I'm Denver, if I'm Portland, if I'm a couple of these teams, I'm saying let let's tweak a little bit. You, you know what I mean? Let, let's tweak a little bit instead of necessarily go grab the because when you put your eggs in the all one basket thing, it's like then you then you end up with the Brooklyn thing where it's just like yeah, if all three of these guys are healthy, then it's a wrap. But yeah, but you got to put a team together. Like therefore, you find out what a team, what a what a complete team looks like when you can rely on multiple guys and guys who you didn't think were going to play well, play well because you've constructed this roster as such, and then they can coincide with other guys, whether this guy's out or that guy's out. And I gave the, the I gave people the, like we were in Denver year in and year out when I was in Denver year in and year out for seven years, we, we had talent. Like every year we was talented. But we weren't putting a team together. We were just accumulating assets and pieces of talent and not looking at what what we needed. Um, and people look at, oh, y'all had AI with Melo. Like, 
not gonna work. If you look at basketball, like they great talents, arguably two of the best scores this game has ever seen. But does that equate to winning and winning when it counts? Yeah. And you look at other scenarios around the league. Is it the right fit? Like, and to your point, like, no, people have to look at what they have and evaluate it, evaluate it honestly, and be willing to make the necessary change instead of just making changes just because there's pressure there to to get rid of a guy or to add a guy or because of a name. Like, instead of just putting your roster together as a whole, man. And that's what I think Milwaukee did a great job of. Phoenix, yeah. too, as well. You know what I'm saying? Phoenix, too, as well. They're right there. You know I'm saying? I think Phoenix did a great job at seeing what they need and what they had and what, what, where they're trying to get to. I think they did a good job. But they just ran into a a team that had had more heartache and more more disappointment and was more determined and made more adjustments when it was necessary. I'd like to see them that they won by building a team. I think you're exactly right. Um, they're building a team. I like I like Utah. I think Utah's building a team over there. You know what I mean? Like you get one piece and then you build around it and get complementary pieces around it versus just grabbing names. Uh, we talked before and you told me what you said in Denver, and I think it's a very accurate description, is just going out and accumulating talent. I think that's exactly what you guys did in Denver. You had tons of talent. Tons of lottery picks. Everybody on the team was damn near a top three pick, but it was no coordination about what goes together. If I told you right now, Kenyon, give me your favorite hat. You said, man, this is my favorite hat. Give me your favorite pair of shoes. Man, this is my favorite pair of shoes. Give me your favorite shirt. Man, this is my favorite shirt. These are my favorite pants. And I said, throw all that shit on the bed and put it together. You'd be like, that is an awful outfit. Yes. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Be like, Absolutely. That shoes, that shirt don't go with this like, shit is lime green. That's blue. This shit black. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Just grabbing your favorite player. Oh, it's my favorite point guard. This is my favorite power forward. This is my favorite center. And be like, yeah, but that that ain't a team. That's not an outfit. No, no, you. That though, <laughs> you know what I'm no. saying? Like, I don't got nothing to do with those shoes, but it's definitely yeah. a hat. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be an expensive outfit, but expensive, and, and that's what happens. <laughs> you over the luxury cat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And you take them some expensive L's, like absolutely right, and that's and that's what they did in Denver. You put together an expensive, overpriced that's exactly, outfit that didn't match. Uh, that's exactly what we were doing, man. Like I just look at some of the names and some of the talent that we had from my first year there, man. From said myself when I got there, yeah, Rodney White, Marcus Camby was there, Vashawn Leonard, Andre Miller, and then you bring in Earl Earl Watson and. Eddie Nahara, Greg Buckner, Reggie Evans did what he did, then Nene, Francisco, myself, uh Mello, Iverson. Mello, AI, Chauncey, you JR. Yeah, yeah. Uh DJ, DeMar, like we just you like just talent, yeah. But Not until we like change a few things and get like to Chauncey comes and settle things down, like then it's a complete team because we, but yeah, no, I just think it's it's front office responsibility, man, to to stay the course if you can and build on your foundation. 
and building a culture as a unit, as an organization on how you're going to play. Yeah, because, I mean, sticking with that same analogy, we, we put that whole shit together on the bed. And then I say, all right, Kenny, we're going to get it out. What's your favorite piece? That's my favorite shirt. Okay, this is the shirt. Let's find some shoes that match this shirt. Mm-hmm. Got the shoes that match this shirt. All right, now we got the shoes, we got the shirt. Let's get you some pants. Okay, yeah. got my pants. Now we're looking like an outfit. You, you see what I'm saying? Find what you like first, yeah. build around that. Let's get something to match that. Now let's get something that matches that, that matches that. And let's get you with get this. the belt. Go get yep. you a belt. Go get to what? Go get the tie. The, and that's the PJ Tuckers, the Bobby Portis, the... Yep. Bingo. And now you're building Absolutely. an outfit. Building Absolutely. a team. And don't get it twisted. A good outfit is only as good as the belt. It's as good as the socks. It's as good as the baseball. You know what I mean? Whatever yeah. the hat is that you wear that matches it. You know, a shirt by itself is just a shirt. You know what I'm saying? You get the right shoes, the right pants, and the, and the right belt. And I'll be damned. There goes an outfit. Now you're looking good. You looking good. You know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, that, that's what I think. I'd like to see more of that. I mean, you know, instead of I mean that Golden State team with before KD, that was Steph Clay drafted, Draymond drafted. You know, like you said, added uh, Eagle Dollar, added a uh, Bogut. You know what I mean? And and some pieces, and that's a damn good team. Great mm-hmm. team, built team. Yeah. You you know, you know what I mean? So that that that's what I hope. That's what I'd like to see. And like I said, there's more of. Yeah, more of. I, I think we have a good amount of, like I said, I think Utah's in a good position. <clears throat> I think Denver's in a good position. I think uh, Philadelphia, somebody needs to figure that out. There's that, that's. I don't know if it's necessarily time to blow all that. There's a lot of talent over there. Somebody needs to figure it out. A lot of talent. They need to figure it out. And the thing I think needs to be done is some real, real evaluating of positions and skill set and what and what's what. Atlanta's got a nice little thing going there. Really? I agree. Let's, I agree let's, but what they, so now they got decisions to make this offseason. Are we going? So, yeah, no, nah, like, yeah, to your point, like, yeah, it's, that's the way to go about it is draft well, build around that, add a few vets, add a few this, that, and yeah, man, but I'm, I was excited, man, to see the way Milwaukee went about it and um, just stayed the course, man. They did it with defense, did it with playing together, did it with staying together. Um, yeah, when when people counted them out, when they people didn't think they could do what what they've accomplished, man, which was overcome 0-2 deficits and multiple series and play tough teams and bounce back and and Giannis showing showing what he is, man, at his core. And that's bouncing back injury. People down if he was going to play. And, and we all was like, like wow, like he bounced back. And Playoff series, this playoffs alone, did we hear, this might be Coach Bud's last home game of this, of, of this Bucks career. You know what I mean? Like, hey, lose today and he'll be gone by Monday. Like, I'm like it's like three different series that we heard that in. That like, you know, they're playing for his job. And if he doesn't win today, that's everything. You know what I mean? Like. And here we are now holding the title. Well, oh well, well. <laughs> that, that's wishing and praying on that man's demise. Hey, that Larry O. That Larry O. B. Baby. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, a- a- absolutely. I, so the question now becomes: Well, if I'm Milwaukee, knowing that everybody else is getting better, what are they doing next year? I think they still can get better. Yeah, I think they still can get better. Add a couple more shooters, another athletic big. Like I like 
Lopez, yeah, but there's certain things that you can do. Of course, they're going to tweak the roster. Um, got some free agents. Some guys going to leave because they got money opportunities. Um, but, yeah, I think them getting DiVincenzo back helps do mm-hmm. some more. Um, yeah, so I think they yeah, they got good pieces, man. It's just a matter of them keeping them in place. Um, you already like, paid your two guys. You already paid your guys. So they like, locked in for a few more years. So yeah. Likelihood of Phoenix coming back. Which one of those two teams today would you if you had to put your money on those two teams, which one of them would you put your money on being back in the Bucks. finals next year? The Bucks. Bucks. They've been consistent consistent the last four years. Yeah. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like they like their heartache and determination. Like their heartache and and disappointment. Not determination, heartache and disappointment um, that they've felt, and that they use to drive and motivate this success. I think only adds fuel to that fire. Them winning now and not being satisfied with winning one, because they didn't do it with glimmer and glam and like the long ball. And this is what we no, nah, we didn't do it with us joining forces and. We make this buddy ball shit that we call the NBA. Like, no, nah, they did it with hard work, half court defense, determination, and they best play. And the, the best player in the series and throughout the playoffs, man, was dominant. And and like I said a few minutes ago, the way that he approaches the game. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, he had a clip a couple years ago where he, like, when him and James was going back and forth in the media when James was just running dunk guy. Dunk uh, <laughs> uh, And it was a sequence where he had a play as an and one and and Giannis flexed and was like, I'm the real motherfucking MVP. Like, and I read his lips and I was like, wow. <laughs> Mentality, man. Yeah. Like, I'm going to show y'all. Like, okay, what are you doing good? But I love seeing that. Yeah, I love it. Like, Especially from the people that you wouldn't expect it. Like, I, I'll never forget, I remember when the turning point was like when Dirk did that, I was just like, it's not what y'all looking for. Like, trust me, you know what I'm saying? I was like, and that's when that was prime LeBron, D-Wade, Chris Bosh, like, I'm telling you, it's not what you're looking for. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man, yeah. like, I'm going to show y'all. Yeah, like you said, y'all, y'all. Like, whoa, okay, like, he's here, and he's not playing with you. I know, and now that they're at the top, this is like I just said. This is only going to fuel him even more to go out and win multiple. And they've had the success the last few years in the regular season, which that is going to continue because they know how to play in the regular season. Now they've tasted success in the playoffs on how to play and what is successful basketball in the playoffs. We're forced to reckon with man. Like, yeah. barring injury, barring anything like that, everybody healthy, 
all that across the board. Like I like Milwaukee. I like the way they approach it. I like they they star the way he approaches it. Um, ain't no flopping. Ain't no soft shit about him. I'm going at your head through your chest. <laughs> And I love his mentality, man. And shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks, man. NBA champions. I heard going into this, there was a, a debate and they were saying, if Giannis wins this, you know, top five power forwards of all time. And to me, I'm like, you know, I'm seeing people's lists and I'm thinking in my head, like, I just, when I see power forwards and I see the list, like, I used to call Malone, Tim Duncan, Charles Barkley, uh, whatever. Some other KG. 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 And I'm like, Giannis is none of those players. Like, he's not those those dudes. As you drop it into the post, back to the basket, and they get a butt. Like, he don't belong in that. Just because they put that PF next to his name, man, he's not a power forward. I don't see that. Like, all five of those people, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone. Which one of them bringing the ball up the floor? They're all doing the same thing. It's like this man bringing the ball up the court. Which one of them they start the offense through? And- yeah, like so. It's like. I think you have to, to to evaluate Giannis. I think you can compare him to the to LeBron, to Larry Bird, Jerry West, uh, Rick Barry. You know what I mean? Those type of guys where it's just like eliminate the position, your impact on the offense. You know what I mean? Like that's where it needs to just be instead of the position thing. It's your impact on the offense, period. I, I don't know what position you want to call Larry Bird. That dude was – you give him the ball, and he makes it happen. If you needed a pass, he was a pass. If you needed a, a rebound, he did the rebound. If you needed a shot, you needed a shot. If you needed him on the block, he was on the block. If you needed a three, like, that's that's a, that's just a basketball player, bro. Basketball player, man. Ain't no position for him. Nah, Magic Johnson. You know what I'm like, ain't no position for LeBron. Like, what is LeBron? You, you can call him a forward, a small forward, with all you want, but he's not. He's a basketball player, man, so... I think that's a different debate. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, because the truth of the matter is, like you said, LeBron, literally, I mean, we're going to small ball lineup. Cool. I'll play the four to five. I'll play the point guard. Whatever you want me to play, I'll play it. Just give me the ball. I'm still going to bring the ball up the floor. Whatever. If I'm the biggest guy on the floor, I'm still going to bring the ball up the floor. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I hope Giannis' trajectory, uh, respect level changes and people just put their respect on his name and stop talking about what he can't do or he can't shoot or he doesn't have this many moves like he got enough moves 50 <laughs> enough to fucking be an NBA champion and find regular season MVP defensive player of the year finals MVP all that enough moves for all that yeah right. <laughs> so if he gains any more moves, who gives a fuck? Because the moves that he has now has seems to be enough. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. I, whatever move he's got is enough. You know what I mean? You're absolutely right. And I, then I, it's just, to, and then we're going to get out of here, but there's a certain thing like I was, you know, I'm watching the game and I'm just picking certain things and, and I'm just watching DeAndre Aiden trying to guard Giannis. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if they told him if it was said, not said, but like you letting it, like you picking this man up at the free throw at the dots. He running down here at you, and you picking him up at the dots. You're dead meat. Dead. Dead. I'm surprised he just didn't take off and dunk on him every time. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it is. So those the those are things that come with growth and like DeAndre Aiden's young, right? 
So now he's like, I've been there, played him, I, I played him this way, no, I'm not going to do it ever again. Like, if I'm in this situation again, I've learned. And that's Phoenix as a team. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've learned from the things that we didn't do and the adjustments that we didn't make. And and hopefully they'll be back next year. You know what I'm saying? But we all know the West is going to be tougher. Um, there's a lot, there's going to be a lot of movement within the next few weeks. Um, so we'll see. Let me ask you a question. Give me the difference in feeling that you had between your first finals loss and your second finals loss. The first was, it was hard. It was, it was rough, but like we really didn't have a chance. Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying, like we we we, we showed up like, but the Lakers they was working on number three. Yeah, I'm saying when we got there, they working on number three. We show up. This is year one for us. Like we come off of my previous year, we won 26 games, make a trade, a couple draft picks, and now we won from 26 to 52 finals. Then they call that double. Was the math major, but I think they call that double. Definitely doubled up, and J. Kidd don't win MVP. That's a whole nother story. But so we show up against the Lakers, Shaq, Kobe, that that team that they assembled, which was a pretty good team, um, of accommodating pieces for Shaq and Kobe. Um, yeah, we didn't have a chance <laughs> as a unit, like just right. blatant, just flat out, like we didn't have a chance. We thought we did. Until the game started, like, and they proved night in night out that they were a better team. Going into year two, playoff start. I think we might have went five games, and then we swept like a couple rounds. So we were like we were ready, like we were determined, like we knew what we had done to get to that point the year before. So we was determined to get back. Um, we then we swept Detroit. We swept New York. Um, yeah, so we were ready to get back to the finals, man. And we we showed up ready. Like it was, it was, it was. Uh, we carried that 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 disappointment and that heartache from the year before, like all season. So you use that. You use that as fuel, man, to get back and. God willing, everything we stay healthy, which we were able to. Um, so we think we got a chance, man. We we'll go to San Antonio. We'll, we didn't look at them as being saying dominant like the Lakers were. Um, yeah, we split on their floor, feeling great. They just like we ran into a better team, but but the, our determination to get back was. Great, greater than it was, you know what I'm saying? Because we had, of course, the first year we just went out and played basketball and was fortunate enough and lucky at times to make it to the finals. But the second year, it was us being determined and policing ourselves and going out and competing at a high level each and every night during the regular season and putting ourselves in the best situation come playoff time. And we did, man. It was just ran up against a better team at the time. 
If I had told you after that second finals, now you've been to two finals in basically two years. If I told you you'll never play in the finals again, would you believe me? Not at all. Because I never thought I'd leave Jersey for one. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I like we good spot. Two finals. I make the All Star team. We there. Like I never thought that 04 would be my last last chance and on that side. But then, yeah, no, nah, not a chance because. The way I approach the game and how I played and like you put me in any situation, like I think I can help and we add pieces, like I think we can get there. Like that's my mentality always. But yeah, no, nah, because I'm guessing Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden are like, Shh. so next year when we do this, and the year after that, was though Chris Paul is probably looking at him like, yeah, my dear. <laughs> probably yeah. never. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like probably, you know? I'll never be here like like Chris Paul. Like this is probably this was. His opportunity, you know what I'm saying, like some of some for some of us it comes early, for some of us it, it comes in in the intermediate, but some of it come late. And like just take like a Jason Kidd for instance, he just came late. We got it. We were able to get there. He was one of few people that was able to get back and was able to rectify those two. You know what I'm saying? We all don't get that. Yeah. So, yeah. Not. You can't, yeah, you can think that, but you just got to go out, man, continue to work, continue to put the time in. And hopefully management stays the course in Phoenix. Um, I think James Jones knows what it takes to be champion. Um, been on champion teams in Cleveland, um, other places. So, no, we'll see, man. But go, going, man. In this, going into this finals, one last question. Going into this finals, everything was the story, the biggest storyline was. Chris Paul and what this championship will bring. You know, mm-hmm. Chris Paul, once he gets this ring that they already mailed in, once he gets this ring, he's going to be top five and he's this and he's that. That didn't happen. Staying on the on the, on the resume or not necessarily. He didn't go in there and dominate. He wasn't the best player on the court. Yeah, was, he wasn't. He wasn't going to. He wasn't going to be the best player on the court. Yeah, like because he's not the best player on his team for one. He's the most experienced player on his team, but right at this juncture of his career, he's not the best basketball player on his team. Um, but yeah, this one probably hurts him more than more than people would could could fathom. Okay. Um, been there, everything that's went on throughout these playoffs. Mm-hmm. Damn the other ones. Yeah, all the ups and downs that went on throughout these playoffs, injuries, COVID, and yeah, ups, downs, wins, losses. For you to be here right now on the doorstep to be up two zero in the finals, like you two wins away, bro. Like two wins away, and you didn't fault your whole career, and you've been there. You've been the Western Conference Finals. You've been the playoffs, knocked out, not made it. And heard all the criticism, then heard all the. Yeah, it's a good shot. Yeah. Like, he, he's not a quitter. He's not any of that. But this, this, this will make you question some shit, probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think of everything you said, let's start right there and just to add on top of that. So, everything you said, and I'm going to add that to win this finals, it was going to have to be like, there was going to have to be a six gear that you hit where it's like, we're going to need some 40, 10 games from you. You know what I'm saying? And 
like now I'm kind of where I'm at in my career right now, where my bank account is set up. I'm more like a 25, 10 guy right now. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to bring home this championship, you're going to need some 40 and maybe a 50 point game. And it's probably like, I I just don't know if I have that right now. You, You know what I mean? So maybe three years ago, Chris Paul would have been able to do that. But I think in order to, so it's like, you know, he was good you needed to be all-time great right here because you was about to go up against somebody who was going to be all-time great. Yeah, he used that performance in uh, in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I, like yeah. He, used, he used that performance that you speak of in the Western Conference Finals mm-hmm. to get to the finals. Yeah. Like, and to your point, yeah, I agree. Like, you and Devin Booker needed simultaneously historical games in order for y'all to come out on top and yeah, just you had some subpar performances when it mattered most. And it's unfortunate that that that's what people probably will remember about your finals appearance. If this is the only appearance that you have in the finals, like that's what people will remember probably. Yeah. Um, not the game that you play well. Of course, people always remember your failures and your disappointments, and they capitalize and use those to to create whatever narrative they want to create about you and for you. Um, it's unfortunate, but will will he be back playing again? Yeah. Will he make it to the finals again? Don't know. Um, unless he jumps ship and go join the Lakers next year. Uh, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's – never know what can happen. Um, but the opportunity was right in front of him, and he ran into a more determined, hungrier team. But so. So, and with that, you got you to take your hat off, man, to Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks organization. Um Coach Bud and all those guys, man, for making the proper adjustments and and coming out, man, and playing their ass off, man, to be NBA champion. Like that's what it's about, man. And I like seeing good basketball. I like seeing adjustments. I like seeing guys give a fuck. And Milwaukee did all of that in order to be champion. Um, so, gotta you, know, you want to tilt yours for me. Nope. You don't want to tilt you. <laughs> you, ain't gonna, you, ain't gonna, you ain't gonna take it off and tilt it for me. <laughs> I know what you was going for. Here, here you go, my brother. I'll nod yeah. my head. There you go, my brother. <laughs> no sorry. Not this here one. This puppy glued on. <laughs> Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> No man, but it, no, it was it was a it was a good finals, man. And um, I was I was saying like before the game, like me, me and you both spoke. Like I wanted to see a good game, which we did, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have been surprised if it would have been a blowout, mm-hmm. like we spoke about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm happy that it wasn't a blowout because I thought it was gonna get there, like that way the first quarter was. It was in there. Um, yeah, but it was a tale of two quarters in the first half. Um, but yeah, no, I'm glad it ended up a good game. It was a good competitive series. Um, we'll see what both teams do in the offseason to to get better, to better their roster in order to to try to be back in this position next year. Um great NBA season, man. Um yeah, 
Like I'm I'm happy for Giannis, man. Um the way he approaches and the time and the work that he's put in. Him and Chris Middleton both, man. Um yeah, homegrown, draft picks. Yeah. I'm glad we I'm got expected this. Because it was it looked really scary. Like if we had just had you know, Giannis not play because of that injury or being, you know, less than 100%. And we just watched, you know, the Phoenix get a free championship. That wouldn't have been fun at all. Um, I felt like last year's playoffs, that's kind of, that was the worst ending of a playoffs ever. You know what I mean? Like you, you get to the sum, you get there and, oh, by the way, here comes the Heat minus three starters. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> that's not a final. Yeah, you know, like, not at all. Most so. circumstances, it's not a final. That's not even the real Heat team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but- so. I'm glad that we got that and we got two teams, you know, injuries wasn't really a, a factor in it. And we got it. We got a show and we got a definitive winner. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not no questionable. This, this play cost them or that, da, da, da. you know, we got a definitive winner. Um, we were having this conversation after game two, like, yo, if they don't win, if Milwaukee doesn't win this game, it's a wrap and they ain't lost since. You know, like that, that that's just something to keep in mind for further times. Like, you know, they always say series doesn't start until somebody loses on their home court. You know what I mean? Phoenix won both of those first two games by double digits, was in control of the whole game. And I remember we both said, I said, they lost both those games. But I, I didn't think that it was like you said, you guys came up against the Lakers and early and realized like, yeah, they're pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're drastically better than us. Like, I don't think that was the feeling. I think it was like, yeah, yeah it was us too, but they didn't do nothing spectacular. You Not know what at I mean? all. Not at all. So, and they did. Yeah, man. And hey, I'm yeah, I'm happy for Milwaukee, man. Small, small market. Mm-hmm. Um yep. yeah, no, nah, that's what it's about, man. Um Remember the market being able to say you'll never get any big free agents to go there, and they didn't. <laughs> you know, you never get just to go to Milwaukee or 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 you know or these places, and they didn't, and they won. Yeah, didn't need to, man. So, hey, got I'm happy times in Milwaukee right now. They partying like a motherfucker right now in Milwaukee. And like, once again, the, the the league MVP and the Finals MVP. Both not from America. Both not American-born. <laughs> they, they catching up. They definitely, they, they catching shit. They've caught up. Yeah. They've caught up, trust me. So, yeah. and with that said, another episode of Needing Unfiltered in the Books. NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks finished it out in six. Um, finals MVP. Giannis Antetokounmpo and we'll see what's next um, we'll be back for more Needing Unfiltered stay tuned bigger and better baby signing off